there, this is your host, Heather, and in the Healthy Brain Podcast, I will demystify brain science, share tips and productivity tools to recharge your life, improve your health, and increase your energy, and overall kickstart your motivation to reach your true potential. So let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 55 of the Healthy Brain Podcast. Thanks for joining me today. I'm continuing the series. It's a four-part series. Part two is today, train your life or train for life, okay? And it's called train for life. Today, we're focusing on emotional training. Last week, part one was physical training. And stick around because I have some gems to share with you. And really what I strive to do with the episodes is to share with you uh, the brain science, but also the tips, coaching tips that you can use to make some changes in your life. I do recommend working with a coach. I am taking appointments for breakthrough discovery calls. So give me a little message, heathercolwitchwellness at gmail.com, or you can go to the show notes and fill out the breakthrough call, and it's a questionnaire, really quick questionnaire, and I'll reach out. We'll set up a time to Zoom and chat about how coaching can help you in any area of your life and wellness. This topic, emotional training, I put it before part three, which is mental training, and that's going to be next week. That's next week's episode. But this week, it's all about emotional training, and I wanted to put it here because we can do all the mental training in the world, but until we do the emotional acknowledgement and the emotional training, we will not make changes in our life. So through this episode, I really want to unpack why I feel in my practice, my coaching practice, but also why I myself have really, I've really worked on cultivating this acknowledgement of my emotions and having an emotional training guideline for myself and for my clients. So I want to give you a peek into that. First, I I want to share a post that I recently wrote. And it goes like this. Uh, And you can read the whole post on Instagram or on Facebook. I'm on Instagram, Heather Colwich, and on Facebook, Heather Colwich Wellness. So here's the post. The only way to the other side is through. The only way to change is working through our negative emotions. But you don't let yourself feel emotions because you are afraid of judgment and disappointing disappointing others. You want to create the picture of having it all together, in quotes, the perfect family, the forever home, the fit body, the... In quotations, I have my S-H-I-T together vibe. But here's the problem. You don't let yourself feel the emotions. You don't think that you should have negative emotions 
When things on the outside look awesome, but on the inside, you are feeling frustrated, disappointment, disappointed, angry, restless. But it's okay to feel these emotions because allowing yourself to feel the emotions takes vulnerability and courage. So what's happening? Well, what's happening, and it happens with moms, especially working moms, but moms in general, many of us, females just generally, I call it the F3, the fight, flight, or freeze. And you've probably heard of the fight or flight, but maybe you've not heard of the freeze. And it's interesting because I see most of my clients have this freeze aspect and they don't even realize I'm going to connect it to emotions in a moment after I give you some of the brain science. But what's happening is that we're not acknowledging our emotions. We're either fighting the emotion, we are flying away from the emotion, or we're freezing because of the emotion. And with the brain science, the amygdala, the, the limbic part of the brain, it responds to any kind of um, fear, anxiety, any kind of um, challenge that it, the brain feels from the environment, the amygdala will go into hyperactive mode. And when that goes into hyperactive mode, our brain is like in survival mode. So it fights, it flies, or it freezes. And what happens is our outside of the brain, the outer cortex and the prefrontal cortex cannot be activated. So the energy is not activated in that part of the brain. And that part of the brain is really for us to problem solve, to figure out how we're going to calmly get out of a situation. So imagine a hot spot is the amygdala and the low spot, the cool spot is the prefrontal cortex. And that's why we don't tap into our emotions because we're, and we can't even work through our emotions because the amygdala is in response to this, I'm feeling stressed, I'm feeling like uh, in danger. So there's uh, uh, many techniques that we can subdue this activation of the amygdala and we can also decrease the activation of the sympathetic nervous system, which is the one that causes the fight or flight response and freeze response. We want to activate the parasympathetic nervous system. That's the brain science behind it. And one little tip in sometimes in, in acknowledge in getting out of the sympathetic to the parasympathetic nervous system is acknowledging your emotion, saying it out loud. I'm feeling stressed because of X, Y, and Z. I'm anxious because of this. I'm frustrated. I'm angry. When we verbalize this negative emotion outward, out loud, 
then it seems to calm down our amygdala and our prefrontal cortex can activate. So I just wanted to put that little tidbit in there for you. But I also later on in this um, podcast, I'm going to give you a couple of ideas of how to work through um, uh, the emotional training that I that I help people with when I'm coaching them. Let's get back to the F3, the fight, flight, or freeze. I want to give you some examples to see if any of these resonate with you because you may be like, oh, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. But listen and see if anything resonates. Fight. Are you arguing? Are you confrontational? Are you irrational? Are you being reactive all of the time? For flight, are you running away from your problems? Are you ignoring them? Are you occupying yourself with small tasks like organizing that closet, organizing the spice drawer? Are you occupying yourself with all the kids' activities so it takes your mind away from the emotions that you're feeling? Are you freezing? That's the third F. Are you numbing out with eating? Are you numbing out with over drinking? Are you numbing out with over anything? Like anything, it, it could be overindulging in anything, in TV. Are you not saying anything when you feel, when deep down, well maybe even you can't even feel uh, that you've lost your voice. So you don't say anything. You're free. You, you've frozen. You're frozen. Do you minimize your opinion? So those are signs of freeze. For me, I had a combo of all three. I would numb out with overeating and overdrinking. I would occupy myself with my kids' activities to take my mind off of the disappointment in my own life. And I was very reactive in conversations that turned into arguments. And then I would shut down. I would become so emotional. I couldn't, like crying and upset, I couldn't even continue a conversation. So for me, I knew that I didn't have the tools to manage through my emotions and this, you may experience a combination of all three or maybe one in particular. It really doesn't matter if it's one or the other. The, the first thing that you need to do is acknowledge. Acknowledge what you're, how you're coming to a confrontational situation, how you're coming to a stressful situation. When things are stressful, and uncomfortable, what do you do? Do you freeze? Do you fly? Or do you fight? Now, it's important to, to make, make, it, uh, make a point that there are times when you do have to fight, when, you do have, when things are emergent and you have to really, really take control of the situation. Okay, but I'm talking about daily activities how are you reacting or not even reacting to them? And you want so much to make changes in your life. 
But what's happening is that you're not acknowledging the emotions that you're feeling. You're squashing them. You're pushing them away. You're ignoring them. And this is what emotional training is. Emotional training is being okay with opening up that cupboard and peeling back the layer of the onion to see those emotions. I want to give you some ideas on how you can start to train your emotions, so emotional training. First off, I highly recommend working with a coach because this is a challenging, a challenging area and it's challenging for you. It's not challenging for a coach because the coach is looking in. They've gone through the work. They do the work of this emotional training. And you to go through it yourself is challenging. So first and foremost, work with a coach. If you are going through some significant emotional um, upheaval, consider working with a therapist as well. I know I've mentioned that in other podcasts on the scarcity from fear to abundance, from scarcity to abundance um, episode. Really consider a therapist. However, sometimes um, and many, many times, the management of emotions and this emotional training can be um, really worked on with a skilled coach. Another tip for this emotional training is allow yourself time to feel the emotions. Get uncomfortable and that's why that's why um, when you work with a coach each week you're able to come to the coaching call with the situation and then the coach will Un help you unpeel the layer and really find out, well, what really was the emotion? It wasn't just that you were angry, but maybe that you weren't feeling heard. You weren't feeling acknowledged. So then we get into the needs of, of your need of uh, human need of being uh, loved and acknowledged and part of a community. So you uncover all of these things working with a coach, but you need to allow yourself time to process through emotions. You need to be curious. I like to use a lot of curiosity because to me then um, it allows me to dive a little deeper into my, my own emotions. Like just yesterday, I was, I was really getting a little argumentative with my husband and I and I just sat for a moment and I thought what the heck is going on and I looked at the time it was after 9 30 for some reason I thought it was closer to 8 30 and I'm thinking okay that's why because I'm tired I had enough insight and practice that I could tell like I wasn't I wasn't being productive in my conversation with him so it, I, I stepped back and went through, used a tool that I use and 
and figured out that, oh, these are certain situations, this is why, and there was another circumstance, there was another reason why I was feeling more argumentative. I was bringing something in from something else that had happened earlier, not involving my husband, just me. And I was bringing that to the conversation. I was just feeling that um, irritation. So be curious about the emotions coming up. Be okay to feel crappy. You don't have to feel all daisies and unicorns all the time. There's some coaches who believe there's like it's life is 50-50. So you have 50% of the time you're happy, 50% of the time you're not so happy. You could maybe have that kind of viewpoint as well and know that it's okay that you're not having a great day. And then what is it though? How? What are the tools that can help you through? It's okay to fail. There's no no judgment. So a lot of times we won't acknowledge our emotions because we don't want to acknowledge that we failed something. But it is okay to fail because, you know, the way to success and the way to change is failing often, but failing forward. Have and cultivate a sense of mindfulness and that this is really where mindfulness is so important is in the emotional training because when you become mindful of how you're feeling how your body feels how your how you feel your emotions that are coming up and why then and that's that curiosity and that non-judgment it's all part of the mindfulness and when you do things that are out of your comfort zone, make sure that you have tools to get through this discomfort because what's going to happen is if you get out of your comfort zone, you're going to go into the fight, flight, or freeze. And if you don't have the tools, then you can't make the change to get to go forward and really make the changes you'd like in your in your life. And as I mentioned before, one tool that I use with my clients is to say the emotion out loud. Say the emotion out loud. I am angry and acknowledge it and let yourself sit with it. I love journaling for that reason. Like how am I, uh, how am I really feeling? And when you journal and put it on paper, it really makes a difference. There's a lot of different techniques and tools that I, I go through with my clients when we're going through this emotional training. So I want to make sure that you know that when you work with a coach, it's a supportive and safe place to process through your emotions. Teaching my clients the tools to process through these emotions, regardless of the situation, is so crucial. And they can really start feeling grateful for the life that they have right now. So using these tools to break through, they're able to take big actions to reach those big dreams that they have. Thank you for joining me today. And again, please join me in a breakthrough call if you're ready to work with a coach. 
I'd love to chat with you and, and share with how coaching can help you in many areas of your life. Take care, everyone, and make sure you subscribe so you know when the next episode drops. Part three is next week, all about mental training. Namaste.